Hodges puts up the three. Long go. Rebound box. Now head over in this direction. Gone to three. And we are back. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Cam's Corner. Uh, today, we got a very special guest in Cameron Alves. He's a wide receiver right now at Stonehill. I've known Cam for a minute now, so I'm excited to start talking to him. And without further ado, guys, here's Cam Alves. What's going on? How you been? Good, man. Chilling. Not bad. Another week. How about you? I got a lot of, I've been doing a lot of stuff. Um, it's, it's tough for this. It's tough with like time management. You know what I mean? Because you can't. Yeah. You can't keep putting out videos every day because no, you know what I mean. You gotta time it as best you can. But as for you, I mean, how's the season been at up at Stonehill so far? I seen you guys were uh, five and one on the season so far, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, five and one, dude. Season's going great, man. We uh, it's been a long time coming. We were up here for a whole year, just practicing and going through lifts and field workouts and things like that. Uh, and I'm happy to uh see everything paying off for everybody and I hope to just you know keep pushing forward a lot of people sacrifice a lot you know we had a lot of older guys come back when they could be you know accepting jobs going out with their lives but you know we had a lot of sacrifice for it and gotta just keep pushing on so things are going well yeah it definitely looks like it's paying off um but before we get into like you know your whole college career and stuff like that um tell the viewers about uh like your athletic background and uh what it was like being uh, a three-sport athlete growing up yeah uh, so I went to Cranston West uh, played football, basketball, and track there. Uh, it was fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun, you know, had a lot of success, uh, as far as what happened at West. I mean, uh, got a lot of great opportunities. Um, played uh, varsity football there for three years, same with basketball, um, and as well as track. Uh, definitely as far as time management, you know, um, Got to just keep everything in check. Uh, make sure you can't fall behind because it's easy to slip up. But, you know, I had a great experience there. And um, it was, you know, play as many, I tell everybody, play as many sports as you can. Like, you know, you see a lot of kids like specializing nowadays. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like you're, you're missing out on a lot of things. Like you're missing out on experiences like me, like, like us with basketball. Like I wasn't a basketball player. Like everyone knows that. But, you know, yeah. like like what I'm going to take from playing high school basketball and AU with you guys, like the relationships and like, like you can't, you can't beat that. You know what I mean? So just go out there, have fun, like relax, like focus on what you want to focus your sport. Yeah. But go enjoy other stuff. Like that's what I try and tell everybody. No. Right. Cause if I didn't have basketball, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in this chair right now. I wouldn't be in the position I am because it opens up like so many opportunities. You know what I mean? Cause like someone like me, if you can't uh, further your career at the college level, you can do it. There's so much, there's so many fields you can uh, get yourself into with sports. But I always ask uh, my college athletes that have came on um, who their biggest influence was uh, early, like in the early stages of their playing career. So as for you, who was that person or who are those people for you? I'm going to have to say about my dad. I mean, my dad's the first person that comes to mind. I mean, he, he, I mean, you, you know, my dad, he's yeah. just some, someone like, he was your coach too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He coached me growing up. 
not even being obviously like not even saying this from the perspective of being his son. He's just somebody you want to do well for and somebody you want to play well for, whether it's you're taking in the groceries from from the driveway or you're like you're playing. You know what I mean? He's really inspirational guy. and He's really somebody who, you know, brings the best out of me. So he's definitely somebody that I uh, definitely was inspired to continue to play and definitely was inspired to, you know, further uh, my career as far as I can. So he, he's definitely number one. And as far as like everybody else, you know, Coach Mufi from West, Coach Dunbar from Brink. There's 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 a list of people that have helped me get to this point where I'm sitting here in this chair. But I mean, he, my dad was definitely the spark that lit the fire. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, along the lines of coaches besides your dad, um, are there any coaches that you still work with now, like to this day that you worked with like in high school? Uh, that have been a big influence, like that still work with you, like at the college level. Oh yeah, Todd. I work. Uh, I do a lot with uh, the Breakthrough Football Academy and uh, Coach Dunbar, who's the head coach at Wesley High School right now. Mm-hmm. Um, do a ton with him. You know, he's been he's been really good to me. He, I played. I mean, you know, I, I played quarterback in high school, and you know, I had to make the jump to play receiver. So he's helped me a lot as far as you know, learning the game from that aspect, and you know, developing skills that way. He, uh, we've been to tournaments all over the region uh for experience and you know he's had he's had a lot to do with uh my development so for him you know I, I tell him every time he posts an Instagram story you'll see I say like can't you don't understand you don't understand how much I appreciate you coach you don't know like I say it every time but and I just he, he definitely understands my appreciation for him but you know I can't uh I can't explain it enough and then not really my coach but my mentor uh, uh you, you know Matt Sewell I feel, I feel like I heard the name if I saw yeah, the face probably but yeah, Matt Sewell, he's uh he's a couple years older. He's about 24, 25. He uh he went to Portsmouth and then Bryant. He um he, he was in he was in a couple camps. He was in camps like the Texans, the Jets had a trial with the Saints. Really? A couple, couple stints uh like CFL combine. And he uh he had an Achilles injury and then COVID hit, so he kind of got he kind of got screwed, man. So he's battling back to try and try and make it to a team, whether it's NFL or um CFL, but he he's somebody that I linked up with two summers ago. I found him and then kind of, you know, we've been training partners for two years. So he's not really my coach. He's more of like a trainer, really, like, yeah, good friend, right? Friend, someone like, like we got to the point where we like, we go golf after we work out, things like that. Like he's, he's someone I really, really look up to like outside the football field, you know, and he, um he's done, he's done a lot, a lot for me, man. So he's, he's someone I definitely got to give a shout out and thanks to. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, we just said like at the beginning, it's all about uh, connections too. you know what I mean? People, you know, because you you bond these connections, you bond and like they know people, those people know people, you know what I mean? And they get you to even higher to where you need to be. But um, going back to what you said about the QB position, um, when did you when did you officially start like playing the quarterback? Dude, I started playing quarterback when I was like five. So like at the earliest, like really, really early, right? Like right out of the gate. <laughs> so um I'm going to, you know, ask you before, like, you know, later in uh, how that transition was. But um, I know in high school, like you said, you played basketball, you played uh, track and field. Uh, you, ran, well, you ran track and field um, and football. Uh, we played a lot of AAU ball, like you said earlier. Um, growing up, we, you know, we went against uh, each other a couple of times in high school as well. Um, I know you already had an idea of where you were going to school for football, but, um, you know, usually athletes stick with one sport, like during high school, you know what I mean? To focus on that sport. Um, what made you continue running track and field and continuing to play basketball all throughout high school and not just focusing on football? I, that's a great question. 
You see, I well, I was like, I was under recruited, thing, mm-hmm. things like that. Just because obviously, man, we live in Rhode Island. It's small population. I'm mm-hmm. five. I'm five foot eight. I'm not the fastest. I don't jump the highest. I'm not the strongest. So it's like, I'm not. I don't have like some star-studded recruitment. So I, it took me till the end of my senior season into the winter to, you know, still find out where I was going. I wasn't someone that was like locked up junior, like, oh, bang, commitment, playing football, here, blah, blah. So that honestly kept driving me. But even if I was in the spot where I committed early, I still would have been playing. And here's why, because like we've been, we've been playing basketball against each other since we were in what, fifth grade, sixth grade? Yeah, sixth grade, something like that. And I've had you can recognize you can pick out the faces in a crowd of everybody that was on my travel team. I can pick out the faces of everybody that was in your travel team. And you grow up with those kids. And like they're not just like like they're my best friends. You know what I mean? So I wasn't I was never the guy like I'm a huge like I'm a huge loyalty guy. Like I'm a big loyalty guy. So I was never going to be the one to, you know, like bow out on them or leave them short, even if that meant like I had to sit on the end of the bench. I mean, it would never come to that. But because. I'm not that like I'm not an Alabama recruit. It would never come to that. But yeah. I was I would never, like I would never like leave them in the dust. You know what I mean? So I was gonna play. I was never never set on you know skipping out on a season. And it's just because for the for the love of the people that you're gonna go down the line with. I mean, you don't you're 17, 18. You don't know when these guys are gonna come back in your life. You don't know how long they're gonna stay in your life currently. And then that was for basketball because I, I mean. I'm not obviously not much of a basketball player. It's for the experiences, for the love of, you know, everybody around me. But track, I mean, obviously I ran track just because the benefits of track for any other sport in general. I mean, you work on your, for all the jumping events, you're working on your explosion, the sprinting, you're working on your sprinting. I mean, so that was a given. That was more, I treated track more of as like a, a training or a booster for like, for football. And as a lot, of, as a lot of people around the country do. So, I mean, um, that was a given for track, but I mean, as far as the team sports, yeah, that's what that I never thought to not play. Did you know like what sport was going to take you the furthest? I think it always was going to be football just because I just fell in love with it at such a young age. It's something that I didn't want to give up. So I was probably going to ride with it, even if it was my worst sport. So towards the end of your senior year, maybe even, you know, in your junior year as well, what kind of offers were you getting at the time? And uh, how did, what made you choose uh, Stonehill to play football at? I had, so it's kind of, it's kind of a, it's a wild story. I, uh, I was getting a lot of, uh, like just looks, you know, like a lot of like responses to DMs, like invites to camps, all that kind of stuff. And I, um, so that was, that was like summer of, uh, senior year going into, going into our senior year. So I played the senior season, you know, same thing, getting a lot, nothing crazy from like one double A schools, uh, nothing like a lot of D3 schools, um, you know, I was getting a lot of feedback from these three schools, but I didn't really, in my head, I just didn't really, I thought I was a better football player. I didn't want to yeah, play right. D3. That was me just wanting to take my ability to the next level. So whatever, go through, go through senior year, nothing at the end game, bang, nothing. Yeah, I'm like, damn, I got to hop on a horse. I got to like start sending emails. So going a couple of visits, I end up getting an offer from, uh, like money, money offer from URI Merrimack. And then a lot of other like preferred walk-ons from like schools like Lehigh in Pennsylvania, like Lafayette, like they would like those schools wants to be like preferred walk-on things like that, like had a spot on the team, no money. So I obviously wasn't going to take, I wasn't going to take any of the preferred walk-on spots just because it was granted like $70,000 schools. Yeah. So, Plus you um, don't have a guaranteed spot, right? That, you have a spot on the team, but it's just like, you could be like, it's just kind of like, yeah, you get a, 
you get shoulder pads. Like that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so you have we got first signing day in December and second signing day in February. So first signing day comes up, I go to your I take my visit. Now when they come in, when they come to Cranston West and tell me you you have a scholarship, coach looks me dead in the eye, says full scholarship to URI to play football for us. I'm like, damn. I'm like, that's, you know, being like, I'm like, that's, that's a Rhode Islanders dream. Like, yeah. you know, went to right off the school. bat, right off the bat, you have a feeling like you want to take it like right away. Right. So I was, like I was dead set. I wanted to play football URI just cause mm. like played public school in Rhode Island. Like I felt like I like was trying to like pave a cover path for kids who like didn't have to go to, who didn't go to like the private schools to like still go play college football. Like I wanted to be like that, like, ignition so i was like bang go to your eye my head i'm like done your eye 100 without a doubt so go to their visit and like my parents in there whatever we go sit at the end of the visit we go sit down in um coach's office like just to talk about like the, the final you know aspects of uh the deal and he was like okay well we're gonna just look through we gotta look through academics a little more because of the in-state tuition as opposed to out of state to make sure the numbers look up we're going to hold your scholarship until February. He was like, don't worry. He looked my mom, my dad, me right in the face. He's like, don't worry. Hold your scholarship. We're just going to get the details out of it. He's like, you can take as many visits as you want. I don't care. He's like, we're holding it for you. This spot's for you. I was like, wow. I was like, cool, cool. They took me down here. They want me. Whatever. Went on a visit to Merrimack. It was nice. Liked it. But in my head, I was just like, I told you, I'm like, going to your eye. Like, yeah. like I got like, to represent for everybody. So it's a Monday Actually, we're playing. We're playing. We're playing Tolman that night. Actually, I remember, dude. I remember the day vividly. Yeah, I'm I mean, Tolman of at at Tolman in that little ass gym. Like, we're playing them. So we get we had an away game. So like, I can go home for like maybe fifty because I live right next to West. Fifteen minutes. Like, grab a quick snack and like bang, go back to the bus. Mm -hmm. So I tell my mom before I leave school, my like, mom, I'm probably gonna like like today's the day. I'm gonna like, call them and like make it official because like it's the Monday and then that Wednesday was the official signing day. So I'm like they're gonna paperwork go to school on the way back I'm calling him on the way home from school and he's like oh man he's like you know we're gonna try and have to look at you for defense maybe you know maybe like a gray shirt like sketchy sketchy like I'm like all right dude what is going on hang up my mom my mom and dad because I gotta go to the bus like I, I gotta I gotta hop on the bus and this I, is like, during give, basketball season yeah and yeah. I give my mom this like half-assed story of like what's going on because I'm rushing and trying to get to the bus so they they call coach they call coach Fleming and they call and at this point I'm like yo they took my scholarship away like I I believe it and they're like no no my parents are like no they didn't no they didn't so my parents call quick as I'm like going to the bus dude pulled the scholarship right in the spot pulled it right underneath me pulled it from right back no scholarship no after they get, they guarantee it though, right? They had guaranteed, they had said on the signing day, we're going to keep your money until the signing day. You got a right, spot. Right, yeah, yeah. Yanked it right from under me. So now I got no spot. And then a week before, Merrimack had done the same thing, but I didn't care about that because I was going, like I was dead set on URI. So now I went from having these preferred walk on spots and these money, money scholarship offers the day before signing day to nothing. I got nothing. So now I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm, kind of screwed it like mm -hmm. this is not going well i had taken a visit to stonehill because my dad was pushing me pushing me pushing me to take it here i had taken a visit to stonehill that and I was like, the the day before the weekend like the saturday before right 
Okay. I just checked it out. You know, Cena had committed here. Cena, Cena had committed here, and I was like, oh, I was like, that's like, good. I'm so happy for him. Like, sick. Like, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna take a visit. You know, I got one more to burn. Took a visit. I actually really loved it. Like, loved everything about it. So now I'm like, so the, I got no scholarship. Coach Gardner calls me. He's like, hey, he's like, you know, blah blah. He's the package. He's the offer. He's like, you want to do it? And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, bang, let's do it. So I kind of just, it was kind of just like. Damn, it's like, kind of like on the spot, huh? The only one on the table is like, I got, I'm not going to wait. Like, I don't know where it's going. Like, thank God I got to sign it. So let's go. So, damn, they did that to you. They, so you or I was like, yeah, we got your spot. We're going to give you time, um, you know, to do more visits and all that kind of stuff. You know, you know, if you haven't made a final decision yet, then you go to make a final decision. Then they're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, iffy about it. And then, yeah, dude, that day, that's crazy, man. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Yeah, and on the top of it, you got a basketball game to play. So, I mean, you started, right? You started at point guard? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like – I mean, I know you said football, basketball was not – you know, wasn't like your main sport, but you do it for, you know, your teammates and you do it for yourself as well. It's like going through that mental state during the game. If that was me, I mean, I'd be like – I would be so off if that was me. Dude, I, was, I couldn't – I was – I was red hot. I couldn't focus on anything. It was crazy. Yeah, it'd get, it'd get me angry too, obviously, on the court. Um, oh, dude, I was – yeah, but well, not a lot of people know that. Not a lot of people know what happened. Everyone's like, oh, I didn't go to your. I'm like, no, I did. I was planning on going to your. They pulled it out from under me. That's it's, insane. Screwed me. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, it benefited you, though. I mean, I know you arise D1, but I mean, so far, football is, you know, like, we, like we've been saying, it's definitely your claim to fame coming out of Cranston West. You know, with all the media buzzing, all the interviews and all that kind of stuff, you know, going into college. Um, before, you know, before you obviously got there, uh, what was your most memorable moment, you know, memorable game for that matter uh, at Cranston West? When we beat LaSalle. Yeah. When we beat LaSalle my senior year, that was, that was crazy. We, so the way they, do you, do you know how they like set the playoffs up for our senior year? Do you know? Kind of, I, I, I understand it a little bit because I know, you know, Nicky played with Hendrick, so it's a little different, but. They, so. They split division one into like two sides, like right. eight teams each. And then basically if you finish number one, you went to that Super Bowl, which is what Tom and Nick did. Yeah. And then if you finish two through five, you had like a crossover playoff. So the week before LaSalle, we had lost. Or sorry, two weeks before. We had lost. And we were like, yeah, we were like down like down in the dumps. Like everyone was pissed. Like we knew like that was our shot to like play Tom and Nick. Like we're done. Like we're not gonna be able to get to the top. Mm. So now we were like, we changed our mindset. We were like, you know what? We were like, we're gonna go out there. Our whole we were saying the whole week, we were like, misery loves misery loves company. So we're like, we're gonna go out there. We we're like, we're taking them down with us. We were just dragging. At this point, we we're like, yeah, we're just dragging people down with us. Like, let's just mm. go. So we got to the game and that dude. Oh my god, that game was crazy. That we had there was at least like three thousand people there. It was packed. Like we came I out. Think, just, honestly, I, I think I was there too. I, you went. You went to that game. I think so. Yeah. Dude, the, that game was that game was insane. Like, we ended up we ended up just running their face over, dude. We had like 450 rushing yards. Like at the beginning of the game, like they came out, they ran through their tunnel, like they came and like ran to our sideline, like right in front of it, and like started like pounding their chest. Yeah. Like they thought they were the shit, and dude, we just kind of we just pumped them. So I was that was something I'll never forget. That we literally like all my boys home. Like we talk about that all the time. We're like this, we're never going to shut up about this. I'm like, no, we're not. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I was at that game. Cause I, I do remember when you when now you say that I do remember LaSalle coming out in front of you guys and kind of like 
you know, yeah. up in their chest. Like, I was like, <laughs> that that piss that pisses you off, and that flips the switch in your head. Like, all right, yeah, you're not you're not gonna play with us. You know, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna happen. So exactly, uh, that's it's always good to have that mentality. Though I've always had that mentality um, playing sports growing up. But uh, your freshman year, like we just said with COVID, um, not knowing really till uh, maybe like midsummer or maybe like the beginning of the year that you weren't gonna have a season at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I visited Stonehill before too, like during that time. You know what I mean? So like you didn't really have too much of a campus life either, but um, who did you train with a lot in that summer, you know, to get your body back right in football shape? And, uh, you know, since there really wasn't any like team practices or anything like that throughout the year. We did, we did a bunch of stuff. I mean, me personally, I trained with uh, Dumb, uh, Dunbar and Matt Sula, like I told you, like I was with them a lot. Yeah. And then for team wise, I mean, we, we still like, we met up here a couple of times and snuck it. We literally hopped up, like hopped two fences, like stuck on, like tried to just get all the people who like live close to Stonehill to just get a little feel for it. We did that for a little bit. Uh, I was with Tom and Nick for a while. We would meet up at West all the time and just, just do the packet they sent us. Yeah. But I mean, we found out like, everyone kind of had an idea. We were like, ah, oh, there's no way you play. There's no way you play. Just because of what we were getting fed information. And we kind of had an idea. We didn't find out until, like, first week of August. So we that's when we officially knew. But, I mean, I was still, like, I wasn't training for there not to be season. I was just – I was kind of, like, just training as far as I am going to use this year to, like, get better. As far mm-hmm. as it, it's like I knew, I knew we were playing. I was like, there's no way we play. So I was like, I got to, like – I wasn't going like crazy, like as far as I guess, like physically, you could say, like I wasn't like, nah, I was doing more technique, I guess you could say. I was doing yeah. a lot of like, I was doing a lot of technical stuff because I wanted to like really, really develop my route running and things like that because I knew I was going to have a lot of time to do it. So I, I spent a lot of time doing that. And then I spent a lot of time this summer doing that as well. Yeah. I mean, um, I know you guys were at West a lot, obviously, you know, being as close as I am with Nick and Tom, but that's, uh, it's good. It's still good though, that you have that uh, accessibility, you know what I mean? During the time, like you're still able to get on uh, the fields. Cause um, I was really thinking of playing at Rick cause you know, I mean, Rick's D3. Yeah. So walking on wouldn't be as hard as walking on like a D1, you know what I mean? A D1 team, but none of, none of the facilities are open. I'm at home my first year of college doing online school, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's tough. Like that, that transition period was tough being a freshman because then going in your sophomore year for me, I mean, I know Rick's a small campus, but I really didn't know where anything was. I didn't know how to get into certain places where to go to, you know, talk to people. But what was the process like transitioning to the wide receiver position, playing quarterback, like almost like your whole career? It, it was foreign. It was weird. Like yeah. I thought, I didn't think it was going to be a lot easier, but I thought that, I guess I underestimated route running a little bit, to be honest yeah. with you. There's a lot of like <clears throat> a lot of like little techniques that I was learning. Like you could like Tom knows, bro. Um Tom looks at me like I have three heads sometimes because the shit I say, like, like we'll run like good route, like catch the ball 30 yard, 30 yards out the field, first down, like everything you want to play. And I'm sitting there pouting and throwing, throwing something because like I, I cut it like nine yards instead of ten or something like that. Mm. Like he looks at me like I'm a psycho, but there's a lot of that stuff. And then at the same time, it's like counterintuitive, dude. There's a lot of like really good techniques that you have to have when you run when you run routes. And then there's a lot of like just being athlete. Mm. Like, what the fuck? You're like sometimes, sometimes you're like trying to run a route so technical and so precise, but then at the same time, it's like you know if you just put your foot to the ground and went here, 
being an athlete, you would have made the play. So it's a lot of just like having that in your back pocket and just playing ball. I mean, that's what I figured out this year. I got too, I think I got a little too wrapped up in running like good routes. And then as far as just, you know what, sometimes you just gotta, just gotta make a play, like just trust yourself and just play football. So I'm having fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, definitely uh, got a lot of room to improve a lot. And uh, what else? And um, definitely, you know, looking forward to keep going. Yeah. Now, you know, now that the season has been in full effect, I looked on Stonehill's website. I don't know how like accurate it is, but 14 receptions, 178 yards and two TDs. Um, I know that one of the TDs was a game winner against Assumption. I was actually at that game. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't see it because the group I was with, like it was like raining out and they were like, oh, yeah. we got to go. And, you know, but I, wa- I wanted to see the whole the whole four quarters. But um, what has it been like, you know, with the role uh, that you've been in now and uh, like what, what do you what do you have to say about what you have accomplished so far um, with this season? Uh, I mean, I'm not much. I'm not like I'm not a huge like stat guy. Like, mm. like in my head, in my head, I am because I want to like, you know, play well and produce well for the team but at the end of the day it's kind of like you know I'm more worried about like just the type of play I make um you know like for the like this last game I didn't I didn't have a reception but you know I I was just running around blocking we had two touchdowns you know I obviously could have could have blocked a little better but I was I was acting like I scored the touchdowns like like I was going crazy you know what I mean because like you know I just want to win but I mean for for that for me I mean obviously I'm I'm never gonna I'm never gonna tell you I'm doing well like I'm never mm-hmm. gonna tell Oh, that's good. That's great. Like, I'm just gonna. What I'm gonna say to that is like, there's a lot of room for improvement. And there's a lot yeah. of room for better. And that's just that's just me, dude. I just hammer myself, and probably could be a little easier on myself sometimes. But at the end of the day, you know, like I, that's just who I am. And so I'm, I'm gonna tell you, there's a lot of room for improvement, and there's a lot of room to just keep going. Yeah, of course. I mean, you don't want to have a big head about it, but at the end of that, like, like I saw you that day after after uh, that game against Assumption. Like, you know, you're feeling good. That was a. I like a feel like that was a feeling I'll never forget. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from that. I'm saying I'll never forget. But I'm just saying, you know, when Saturday night's over and it's Sunday morning, we're like, all right, right, yeah, back to the drawing board. You know what I mean? That didn't happen. You gotta right now. Completely agree. Um, but did you have did you have any idea that you were gonna be like a starter? Like, did you like going into the season? Like, did you have an idea of who was gonna start? I knew, I knew there was there was a spot to go. Um, we had. So I, I had a pretty good spring as far we had like we had like 15 practices and like it's a lot of like individual work and like eval. <clears throat> and you know, I was climbing the ranks in the spring, I was doing well. So I knew I had an opportunity, but then we had a couple uh, we had a guy quit, a guy go down, a uh, couple things happen to thin to make our room a little thinner. But then but even if that didn't happen, you know, I think that I I think that I uh was still gonna be headhunting for it. I mean um, I came into camp and I was crazy. I tell my dad this all the time because like all fall and all fall and spring, you know, I was like working with the threes, the twos, things like that. And then a little bit, I, I was working a little bit with the ones in uh, the spring. So I come into camp that first day and like they got the depth charts like posted on the locker room. And like, you just see like, you see like your position and you sell like, I just see Al's like right underneath this in the first slide. I was just, I stood there for like five minutes there and I was like, damn, like, like this is real now. Like, yeah. we're, not, we're not just practicing. Like, like, wow, like I gotta defend that spot and like I gotta go get it. Like that was um, that was a, that was something I won't forget, you know, because I call I'm standing there, I called my dad and looking at him like, damn, like this is, this yeah. is cool. Yeah. Like it's cool, man. 
this is cool. Like so, going from that URI offer, like not even knowing where you were going to go. And then it just, it comes right around. Like you never, like, you know what I mean? You held your head up and just continue to grind. Like that's what it's all about. And that's what I love to hear from, you know, all my college athletes that have been on. And then I'm, I'm grateful enough to build a relationship with them because it's cool to see, you know, them accomplish what they have. But um, to kind of wrap it all up, uh, what's your schedule looking like uh, going forward uh, in the ongoing weeks? And what do you hope to accomplish for uh, the rest of the season? We got so we got to do this is probably the biggest game of the season, biggest game the <coughs> school's probably had in a while. Um, we're playing New Haven on Saturday. Um, we're five and one right now. They're they're five and one, but they're um they're undefeated in league play. So basically, right now we it's kind of like um it's kind of like our high school uh, football. Like I was just saying, like you got to finish number one to win the league title. There's no like playoffs. So I mean, we got to really like we got to basically win this game. And then every game's a playoff game. Win this game, keep going to uh to have a shot at the conference title. So this week's this week's huge. They're coming up to us, our place at one o'clock. Um they're you know, they're good, they're athletic, they're historically, you know, get a lot of people uh we get a lot of transfers, historically good football. But I mean, I think uh I think it's gonna be a good game. I yeah, think. Sure. So they're they're going up to you guys? Yeah, they're coming up to us at one. Um it's gonna be a good game. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm really really excited to play. I'm I'm excited to play in this game. Whether it's like whether someone gets one snap or like 99 snaps. I mean, like it's gonna be a game where like everything matters. And I think that put our best foot forward. It could be a good one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we got them. So we got them on Saturday. Then then following week, go to Pace uh, in New York, and then it's uh, home against Franklin Pierce, and then away at Southern Connecticut to cap the season off. So we got four good games, but this one this one's huge. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely try to come to that game because it's it is early. So, um, but that's really that's pretty much it. I mean, that's all I got uh, lined up for you. But um, Cam, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you sharing a lot of those stories, like the URI one and multiple of them. I didn't know a lot of those things about you, and uh, it was good to pick your brain. Anything else you got to say before we wrap it up? I, I listen. Just thanks so much for having me, man. Uh, it's always great seeing you. Hope to see you up here this weekend, definitely. Yeah. And hope all's on, man. Keep going. For sure, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you later, man. Hey, have a good one, brother. You too, man. And that wraps up today's episode, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed my little interview with Cam. Uh, it was good catching up with him. We grew up together kind of on the basketball court, but obviously he took his talents uh, further with football. Yeah, he definitely made the right choice. Stay tuned. I got a lot of stuff coming. I got a lot of big announcements coming. Tune into all the social medias. Be sure to stay up to date with all the latest Cam's Corner content, guys. I'll see you in the next episode.